you know, the, the biggest thing is the su support that I had from my parents. You know, without them, I wouldn't have been able to, you know, um, you know, live a dream of playing for Manchester United. That is the voice of soccer star David Beckham. Most of the world would call him a footballer. And this is the Super U Podcast Special Edition. That's right. It's a World Cup edition. We're going to have David Beckham as well as six other international football stars to give us seven super tips. It's one small step for man. Liftoff. We, have a liftoff. we choose to go to the moon, not because they are easy, but because they are I hard. have a dream. You can't handle the truth. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Super, 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 super. Super you. Welcome back to the Super U Podcast. It's the podcast designed to unlock and unleash your superpower. I'm Jake with Equal Man Studios. Today, we're bringing you a special edition of our Seven Super Tips show, the FIFA World Cup edition. As you know, the 2022 World Cup kicked off on the 20th of November in Qatar. The United States settled for a hard-fought draw with Wales on Monday, but they'll have another chance at victory on Friday, November 25th, against England. In today's episode, you'll hear from some of the greatest footballers of all time, including David Beckham, Clint Dempsey, and Cristiano Ronaldo. All of us at Equal Man Studios want to wish our listeners a happy Thanksgiving, and we hope you enjoyed today's special World Cup edition of the Super U Podcast. I'm now going to hand it off to the host of our Super U show, Eric Quammen. Without further ado, here is tip number one from soccer star in Supermodel. That's right, England's own David Beckham. I think it's a combination of, of many things. Um, you know, the, the biggest thing is the su support that I had from my parents. You know, without them, I wouldn't have been able to, you know, um, you know live a dream of playing for Manchester United. You know, that was my dream as a young kid. So... One of the reasons why I was so successful is because I had the right people around me. I had great friends, great family, even to the day I retired, you know, and that was five years ago now. But even in my Sunday league team, my Sunday league team, I had a manager called Stuart Underwood, who was like a sergeant major. And he insisted on every game that we turn up in shirt and tie. And, and that's one thing that kind of got installed in, in me from a very young age. But... Of course, you know, hard work um, is something that I've always, always been about um, uh, and never given up. You know, there's times when throughout my career where you're all aware of where I've, you know, I've made mistakes or I've done something that I shouldn't have done on the field. And, uh, and those have impacted not just myself, but have impacted my family mm -hmm. and my friends. Um, and those are things that if you think about them too much, they can affect you. But for me, to, to understand that the only reason there's certain things that happen throughout my career, there's a reason why it happened. You know, I always turn back to, you know, 98 when I got the red card. There's a reason why it happened. Of course, I wish it hadn't have happened. And to, to have gone through, you know, what my family went through at the time was obviously difficult. But it made me stronger as a person. It made me stronger as a player. Um, and I always look at things like that. 
this is an interesting tip because some of it we can control and some of it we can't. Some of it we luck into based on who our parents are, what city we're born into, what our social economic background is. But what we should always focus on is what we can control, which are those other anomalies that are out there. Specifically, you can make your own network. So obviously you can do it offline. That's a great way to do it offline as we know mostly how to do that, to just spend the time to have those coffees, to have those lunches. But more and more in this digital age, and this is what we talk about in our books when we say it's about posting it forward, is that you should carve out three minutes a day. That's right, three minutes a day to post it forward. So that means you send an email to someone saying, hey, I saw this article, I knew you'd find it of interest. Or it's on LinkedIn. You go on LinkedIn and endorse someone for a skill set that they are very good at. So it doesn't matter how you do it, what your favorite tools are, just carve out three minutes a day to post it forward, to actually network before you need the network. And just as David Beckham said, you're not an army, you're not an island by yourself. You need to surround yourself with the right people, both offline and now more and more online. Here's tip number two with American Clint Dempsey. For me, there, I mean, there's times during my career where, you know, coaches want you to play simple and um, they don't want you to make mistakes. And as long as you're doing things right, then, you know, you can kind of afford to try things. So it was, it was kind of like, I remember one of my coaches telling me, it's kind of like you put money in the bank. And every time you do the things right, um, that's a deposit. And, and it kind of gives you a little bit of leeway to try to, you know, do something creative. And, and I've always kind of was at the point where, you know what, whether I fail or I succeed, I want it to kind of be on my terms. I want it to be um, playing the style that I, that I enjoy and why I love. If you don't love doing what you do, then, then why do it? I, I wouldn't want to try to completely change my game, do something that someone else wanted me to do, and then I not be successful. So I think it was just always trying to find that balance and stay true to myself and for the reason why I fell in love with the game. I mean, it, it was to, to be creative. It was to express myself and um, you know, uh, hopefully that still comes across in my game. When Dempsey mentioned about loving what you do and about being creative and expressive, it reminded me of what Steve Jobs did every morning of his life. He looked in the mirror every morning and asked himself, if today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I'm doing today? And whenever the answer has been no for too many days in a row, Steve Jobs knew he needed to change something. And now for tip number three, for Portugal's Cristiano Ronaldo, who has an estimated net worth of over $300 million. No, it's very important for me. I'm always a competitive uh, player. Uh, not just in the games, I'm in the training, I'm like that. In the home, with my sisters, with my mom, with uh, my nephews, I'm always uh, try to competitive hard and try to win. Uh, I'm like that. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm never change, uh, because I like. I like this. I like what I do. I like my life. I'm a happy person. So competitive is part of, of my life. So in Madeira, in Madrid, in uh, England, I always want to win. I always competitive person. So it's part of me. 
that's a pattern that we've noticed and you've probably noticed as a listener that all of these top performers are super competitive. For example, to look at American football, not to confuse you with the soccer or international football that we're talking about right now, but many consider Tom Brady, quarterback of the New England Patriots, the GOAT or the greatest of all time. I had to look that up. A lot of people probably didn't know what GOAT meant, but it means greatest of all time. And one time, Brady's so competitive that he once gave his teammates a pep talk to make sure they wouldn't lose to a group of local firemen in a charity game. That's right, a pep talk to beat the local fire station. That's what competitiveness truly looks like. But there's a fine line between being too competitive when it comes to your own teammates or your peers at work. And Tom Brady found this out as well. So over time, he learned to adjust his body language so it wouldn't be deflating for his teammates. For example, early in his career, if a receiver dropped a pass, Brady would be so upset and disgruntled that his body language would show that player that was 30 yards down the field, hey, you messed up. And in time, Brady learned to control, for the most part, his body language to make sure he wasn't sending the wrong signals to his teammates. And now for tip number four, with Argentina's Lionel Messi, nicknamed Le Polga, which means in Spanish, the flea. Creo que mi, mi gana de querer superarme eh, siempre, de querer eh, siempre más, de, de ser el crítico número uno conmigo mismo y de saber cuando, cuando hago las cosas bien, cuando hago las cosas mal, del trabajo. That was tip number four, which is obviously in Spanish. I'm going to explain it at a high level what it was. It's be your own critic. Be self-aware. As you've noticed, most top performers are really good at self-awareness. So if you struggle with that, become good at surrounding yourself with people where you can ask them questions about how can you become better. Now, over time, you're going to become pretty good at being critical of yourself. And so that means for me, when I get off stage, I actually watch video and hear audio of myself performing on stage, which in time I get better. Even for this podcast, you'll notice we've gotten better, hopefully, from podcast number one until now. And a lot of that relates back to actually listening to it real time while we're recording. But also, we've got great people here from Mr. Driscoll to Anthony that are helping me get better by saying that wasn't read correctly. And so it's really about surrounding yourself, not with the right people, but also being self-critical as much as possible. Now, that being said, there's a fine line. You don't want to walk around like a lot of people and be negative, have those negative thoughts in your head. Like Mel Robbins states, if the world could actually hear what all of us are saying to ourselves in our head, most of us would be institutionalized because it's a lot of negative, crazy thoughts happening in our heads. So that's not what we mean by being self-aware or being self-critical. If you're in your head, you're behind enemy lines. That is not God talking, okay? It's not. In fact, if I put a speaker on it and we broadcast what you say to yourself, we would institutionalize you. What we mean is to actually carve out time in your day or in your week to analyze your performance or to analyze your work. You may be wondering why they call Messi la pulga, the flea in Spanish. It's because he's little, he harasses defenders, and he never goes away, and he gets under your skin. It fits. 
And if we can turn a wimpy nickname around like that for the world's best soccer player, the world is your oyster. Here is tip number five with Algerian Riyad Marez. I'm skinny, you know. Uh, I was more skinny when I came here. When I was young, some people were, oh, the English league is intensive, physical. It's not for you. In my childness, I've always played football every day. In the street with my friends, dribble, skills. Is that I learned my first things. That's why I was maybe skinny because I wasn't eating a lot. I was just out. I was like, I want to be a professional. I want. I believe I can. I always believe. Always. Never give up. Never. Never give up. That's a great tip, whether you're a football player, whether you're an accountant, or whether you're an actress. In fact, try to guess who this actress is, and after hearing this description in this story, you'll realize that she's a person that never gave up. She was born in a poor coal mining town in rural Ohio, the youngest of four children. Her parents divorced when she was two, and her mother remarried shortly thereafter and had an additional four children. Her stepfather, a truck driver, was often out of work, so the future starlet took up singing and dancing at a very young age to help supplement her mom's teaching income and feed their 10-person family. Despite these hard times and occasionally being on welfare, her mom continued to encourage her children's interest in the arts. The family moved to Cincinnati, where she was enrolled in ballet, music, and theater school on a scholarship. When she was 11 years old, the family took a trip to New York City so that she could audition for a Broadway play. The trip was a success. She and her brother were both cast, and the family relocated to New York City. She continued to work hard and land roles, eventually becoming the title character of TV juggernaut Sex in the City. That's right, it's the one and the only Sarah Jessica Parker. And now for tip number six from Sweden's Zlatan Ibrahimovic. I think when I was 17, before 17, I was like the, the last one to they consider to become good. I mean, one day, the first coach of the first team, he went out and he saw me in a game and he was like, I want to have a meeting with you. And I was like, okay, what did I do now? I mean, every time I had a meeting was for some kind of disciplinary thing. And, uh, and then he said, on Monday, you start to train with the big guys. You're in a first team. And then I was like, from considering to be the, not the biggest talent, like let's say the last one in the group, to jump over all of them and come in the first group. And I was like, okay. And I, I was in shock because, and I didn't want to say it too much because maybe if I talk too much, he will change his mind. I was like, okay, see you on Monday then. When they saw me, they saw the player that was different from the other ones. It was a great feeling, but at the same time, I was like, now I have opportunity to do something good out of it. And it's pretty, it's up to me. So if I want to, to become something that I think I can become, I have to train hard, and that's my mentality. I, will, I like to train hard. I mean, you can have talent, but talent don't take you all the way. 
Carpe diem. Seize the day. Sometimes that moment will come early in your career. Other times it might come in your 50s. And try to guess who this man is who sees the moment late in his life. This man with a military title was fired from a variety of jobs throughout his career before he first started cooking chicken in his roadside shell service station in 1930 when he was already 40 years old. His station didn't actually have a restaurant, so he served the diners in his attached personal living quarters. Over the next 10 years, he perfected his secret recipe of his fried chicken. His chicken was praised in the media even by food critic Duncan Hines. Yes, that Duncan Hines. However, a stroke of bad luck hit this man as the new interstate that went through Kentucky went right over his gas station, so he had to close it and was dead broke. The colonel was worried about how he was going to survive off his meager $105 monthly pension check, and so he set out to find restaurants who would franchise his secret recipe. He drove around, sleeping in his car, and was rejected more than a thousand times before finding his first partner. That person is Colonel Sanders of Kentucky Fried Chicken. So your moment may come in your 20s, or it may come just like the colonels did later in life. The key is to make sure you seize that moment. And now for tip number seven from the man who scored the most goals for the United States of America in the World Cup with five goals scored. It is Landon Donovan. The best piece of advice I ever had growing up was from my mother who said, if you don't enjoy playing, don't play. It was kind of one of those things you thought a parent would just kind of say to you growing up. But as I get older, I realize how important that is. And I think kids and parents get so caught up in how does my son make the next team? Or how does he make the varsity team in high school? Or how does he do this or accomplish that? And I think people are missing the point. Um, if you enjoy it, which I genuinely did growing up and have my whole life, you're always going to want to do better. You're always going to succeed. You're going to do well. Pursue the things you enjoy. To give a little tease for a future podcast, we enjoy Matthew McConaughey's seven super tips. And he goes deep on one of my favorite tips of all time, which is pursue joy, not happiness. Happiness demands a certain outcome. It is result-reliant. And I say, if happiness is what you're after, then you're going to be let down frequently and you're going to be unhappy much of your time. Joy, though, joy is a different thing. It's something else. Joy is not a choice. It's not a response to some result. It's a constant. Joy is the feeling that we have from doing what we are fashioned to do, no matter the outcome. The explanation behind that is that happiness is often based on a result where joy is simply you enjoying the moment, not worried about what the result will bring. The key being that you're actually deriving joy within that particular moment. Before summarizing the seven super tips, did you know that the most goals scored in a World Cup match is 12? That happened in 1954 between Switzerland and Austria. It was Switzerland 5, 
Austria, 7. Here were today's seven super tips. Tip number one from England's David Beckham. Success starts with a strong support system. Tip number two from Clint Dempsey from the United States. Love doing what you do. Tip number three from Portugal's Cristiano Ronaldo. Be competitive. He certainly is. Tip number four from the flea, La Polga, Lionel Messi. His tip was be your own best critic. Tip number five from Riyad Marez. Never give up. And tip number seven from the United States of America's Landon Donovan. Pursue the things you enjoy. My favorite tip was tip number two, love what you're doing. I know that sounds so simple, but how many of us on a day-to-day level wake up and dread going into work or dread what we're about to do? And as Steve Jobs states, that's okay for a couple days, but if that becomes a pattern and it's day after day, then you need to change something and you need to change it now. That's it for today's Super You podcast. I am your host, Eric Qualman. A lot of you know me as Equal Man, and this was the World Cup edition, so we hope you enjoyed this bonus edition. Feel free to reach out to us to do some more bonus editions if you have an idea. We love ideas that come from our listeners, and thank you for listening. Please make sure you subscribe to ensure you get the next podcast, which will be with the one and the only Huffington Post founder, Ariana Huffington. So I urge you to shut your eyes and discover the great ideas that lie inside us, to shut your engines and discover the power of sleep. Thank you for listening to today's Super You podcast. I'm your host, Eric Qualman. Most of you know me as Equal Man. And until next time, remember, it's not what we take from the world, it's what we leave behind. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Super, 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 super. Super you. Hey.